in the world is good of everybody. Thank you all for tuning in to Man to Man, where we create a conversation between the modern day dating world, couch conversations, little bit of basketball. This is your co-host, Andy Elliott. Alongside your co-host, Liam, the Hoop Star Nash. That was a big breath. You get ready for the Hoop Star Nash. Got concealer under my eyes. All right. Episode 77. We missed y'all last week. Uh, before we get into things, we are sponsored by the Sports Betting at Prize Picks. They're also sponsored by the Atlanta Braves. Go check them out, mofos. If you like betting, if you like spending money, you like making money, that's Prize Picks. Go check them out in the App Store. Download it and use our promo code MAN when signing up. M-A-N. That's non-case sensitive. Promo code man, it's actually the most fun app. You can fucking hate FanDuel. FanDuel has has had so many times, Liam, where I've put money into the app, obviously, and then you know I make money and then I try to put it into my bank account, deposit it into my bank account. Hasn't given it to me. Prize picks, they ain't gonna fuck you over, dude. I made like three grand already. Liam and I are both using it. It's amazing. Um, so our friends love it as well. Go check them out. Prize picks. Other than that, hoop, like I just said, we missed last week's episode for you guys. We are on the basketball channel on Dash Radio, nothing but net. Shout out to all of our Dash listeners out there. <clears throat> and, you know, the finals happened. Giannis and six, Bucks and six, fucking called it. Should have bet on it. So no one's going to believe me, but I did call Bucks and six. And so, uh, yeah, for this episode, we kind of took a break. And then for this episode, we're going to talk about, you know, some what we did on the weekend. We'll get into it. The second half of this episode will be more about basketball and the free agent trades and everything the bizarre that's going on. All the teams look like NBA 2K super teams now. So, Liam, with that being said, last weekend, I know you went to your lake house, who I've never been invited to. Maybe you say that I've been invited to, but I just haven't, whatever. I haven't been to your lake house. Hope you had a good time. And you want to tell me a little bit about that, if you had anything going on. If you don't, I'll kind of tell a story that you uh, might not want to share, or I'll kind of give it to you. I kind of just leave it open. and and. Uh, well, now you got me a little scared on what my story is. but Yeah, so pretty much with the uh, with our offseason, with this whole offseason in basketball, we're trying to you know get some help for the podcast and have, you know, some more interns come on. Shout out to our previous interns that did social media for us. Uh, but we got some more new interns coming on the way starting tomorrow, actually today, because we're recording on Sunday. But uh, interviewed a ton of people this week, obviously put the big job opportunity on LinkedIn. People want to work for us. Pretty cool. I was like, why would you want to work for us? That being said, we interview a lot of people. Um, you know, we got our team in there. <laughs> oh, and then... Now I know where this story is going. I forgot that you yeah, were going to bring yeah. this one up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a great time talking to a lot of people. And, uh, you know, it just it helps us out, too. It helps our skills and interviewing people and managing people. It's kind of cool. So, yeah, we get done with one person and, you know, we're always asking, yeah, how would you guys feel about it? Feel about that person? How do you think, you know, you think they could fit in the uh, the system of the man to man show? And Liam says, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm like, OK, cool. Liam, what you got some insight on this person? Like, I think I like them, too. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm pretty fucking hammered right now. I said, okay, dude. All right. So we're getting hammered and uh, interviewing people. I didn't know that was the uh, the next thing to do, Hoop. But you were at the lake house, and I'm guessing you were hammered for all of our interviews now after you said that. And I was like, great. You might as well not even show up, dude, if you're not going to remember it. I mean, I was out on the lake all day. It was like, I think it was like one of the last days. So I was already, you know, I had to get my, my fill in. And I, I looked down at my phone, and I remember we had our interview starting at like whatever certain time this six o'clock or six 30 or whatever it was. Right. And I'm in the middle of the lake. I'm like, Oh shit, I got to rush back and get to these interviews. At least you weren't on the boat though. I was out. Cause when we do a lot of like meetings, Liam's always in his car and then he doesn't buckle his fucking seatbelt. So it's a beep. 
beep. And I, sw- I swear on this that he's tried to use that beeping noise as an excuse of him being at a gas station. But it's been every single time. You're not at a gas station. Buckle the fucking seatbelt, dude. So glad it wasn't on the boat. Glad you at least made it to the interview. Now we have interns. So that's all good. Uh, okay, so we're going to, I don't think I had anything last weekend. Oh, wait, I did. Uh, yes, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. Yes. So I haven't had a car in about six years, right? So I've had three cars. I had the worst luck with cars, although I've yet to total any of the cars. Just a little crash here and there. And, you know, I sold the fucking car. Yeah, I get a new car. I get this 2010 Lexus RX 350. It looks like a mom car. It's, it's in great condition. It's got 149,000 miles on it, like four previous owners. And I'm guessing we're all mothers with children. Now you've got little twas riding in it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to rock it. I've had it for about a month and a half now. And I go visit my boy up in Knoxville. This is uh, I went to school at Tennessee, University of Tennessee, Knoxville. This was the first time I had been back since I graduated in 2019. So I go up to Knoxville. Great time. You know, we go out on Friday. Uh, this one kid we end up meeting at the bar ends up, you know, staying with us on Friday night. Cool. We had a nightcap. No worries on that. Um, and then the next day, we're like, hey, man, we're probably going to go do our thing. Uh, I mean, you can come with us, but that's like a notion of like, hey, dude, we're going to go do our thing, right? So he follows us to go eat lunch and then we're, uh, we want to go to the pool. So he's following us to go to the pool. This guy is an insane lunatic driver already. He's drinking Amsterdam. I'm calling you out right now, bud. You're drinking Amsterdam while driving and this kid ends up hitting the back of my car. So now I need a new bumper and I made the, the silly mistake of not filing a police report. I said, hey, it's cool. I'll just get your insurance. You get my insurance. We'll go through insurance. No police report. He ends up coming with to the with us to the pool and it's just kind of awkward after that. I pretty much got conned because he never paid me for anything. He paid me $500. I should have filed the insurance. It's a long story short. I just learned. I was like, probably should have called the police. So now all in all, I've just been driving around here in Nashville earlier this uh, last week on Monday, trying to find different quotes and, and all the quotes that I got were like a hundred dollars different. So I was like, all right, just give me this one. So now I got to pay 1500 bucks out of pocket. And I'm sure everyone else has had a similar story to that. If you have a, if you own a car or have owned a car and that's kind of where I'm at now. So I gotta, I gotta come up with 1500 bucks before the 16th. Uh, this guy, Venmo me 500 for it. Uh, we never went through insurance. I'm on my mother's insurance. He said, you're not fucking doing that. I said, okay, what I do? Go get a damn quote. So he uh, he paid me $500 for it. And then he d- deleted his number, changed his number. And I pretty much got caught. Well, that was your first time back to Knoxville, correct? First time back to Knoxville. Yeah, yeah. So, man, well, yeah, that's a bummer. I, I got a similar story. I think it first time back to my alma mater, not Knox College, not Knoxville. Right, But I also was kind of in a similar situation where I got my car absolutely exposed. <laughs> it was right. it was the dead of winter. It was snowing out. I got my car parked on the side of the road and, you know, driveways and stuff. And I come out. Actually, I didn't even come out. The guy knocked on the door. Fortunate enough, he, like, was nice about it and, like, knocked on our front door where we were staying. I was like, hey, I, I hit this car outside your house blah 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 um is it is this one of your guys's car i was like yeah it's my fucking car you fucking right. smoked yeah it's it. my car out there yeah the one that's hit yep that's me <laughs> you smoked it but yeah uh yeah i mean yeah, going back to your college i think that's why they say you know you you wait up like five year period to go back because that's what they say because i believe it 
nothing ever good happens. Yeah, I tell you, within what, the man, first it, five years, it, it is just a weird situation, man. Like throughout the weekend, also, I think on that Saturday night, my boys, like, we're at this rooftop bar with a couple of other friends that we know that live in Knoxville and he starts throwing up everywhere. And there's like people that are sitting next to us, you know, it's these, it's like a double date and like these older guys and, you know, like, I don't know, mid thirties or whatever. And we're just like completely disrespecting them. They're like, yo dude, like they get up. He's like, yo dude, you got to get your boy and all this stuff. I was like, bro, you can't be throwing up dude. Like right here on the ground, like next to everybody else. And then it gets worse. Uh, one of the chicks that we're, we're with, uh, she ends up throwing up like the next 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? What the hell is going on over here in Knoxville, dude? I got to expose Knoxville. I fucking hate it, man. I, I just don't like the people there, dude, that are still living there. It's just, I mean, it's a beautiful town and like go Vols, maybe like people are still like, oh, feels like 98. They're selling the 98. Only thing that feels like 98 is the fucking weather out here, dog. <laughs> so listen, Peyton Manning's gone. He's been gone for 20 years now. <laughs> when we get to the pool, right? Uh, we're walking up, systems blasting. People are there just you know, banging EDM, like this is a bunch of picture and riddle me this dog. These people are in a group at a table right next to the pool. One chick has one of her legs dipped in the pool. Her other leg has a fucking boot on it and she's hitting a fucking whip it. (laughs) She's there to party, man. That's hey, she means she's there only to party. No, if I was feeling that vibe, I don't know. But it thing is it gets worse. And I'm like, okay, cool. We gotta take a video of that chick because that's fucking hilarious. We look on the other side of the table. There's another chick in a, in a boot on the opposite leg taking a whip. And I said, what the fuck are we whipping sisters out here? We whip it in boot sisters. They all get the same accent or something. So long story short, we were there for about 15 minutes. I said, I got to get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> college, uh, when you're in college, it, you know, you, you don't really notice it. But when you go back yeah. to college and you look at the scene of, I, I mean, it might be a little different because it's the summertime, but still you get that like, perspective of like damn i'm glad i'm out of that place you know i'm glad man i i mean i went five years at knox dude and i was just like i I, end of fifth year like after that first month i was like damn bro i should have fucking paid attention freshman and sophomore year so anyone that's listening to this is still in college like please do not screw up like get it get one advisor and uh hopefully they don't hate you because they all hated me for some reason come on guys paid you like 40 grand um so all right so that is that and then i guess going into this weekend hoop I guess where we work at, we all have those work friends, right? The work friends, you see them every day, you know, all this public information with them, AKA facts about, you know, whatever's going on in the world. And so I think the cool thing about meeting people like that in your work environment is potentially becoming friends outside of the workplace with them. Right. So obviously, you know, bartend cocktail at this bar in, uh, on, in Midtown in Nashville. Uh, if you guys missed our lab, last episode, I'm talking about I kicked out a fucking pedophile. All right, watch out for the creepers. But anyways, you know, end up being boys with this guy who I work with and we go out. I said, hey, let's go over to Red Door. We closed last night, went over to Red Door. And he's a pretty cool dude, you know? So like made a friend there. You have like work friends and then you have like friends that you're forming and creating that are cool, like outside of your initial friend group. Um, and then you, you know, I'm a socializer, socializer, man. So I'm seeing people when I'm out that I know. Um, and I guess those are acquaintances, you know, where I'm like, Hey, what's up, dude? Like I probably wouldn't talk to you outside of the situation. And then it got me to thinking, what are the stages of friendships? Right. And like, how do you use, utilize those relationships? And then how do you sustain those relationships? And then how do you differentiate whether someone's a friend or an acquaintance? So I was like, I, I looked this shit up, dude. I was like, 
I got to know if there are stages to a friendship. So stages to a friendship. I'm reading this article from, I think, I don't know who. Shout out to, uh, uh, what's his name? Pete uh, Cafarchio. So this guy is writing an article and he says there are four stages to a friendship. The That means, let's see, number one is an acquaintance. Number two is a peer friend. Number three is a close friend. And number four is a best friend. So I guess when I'm talking about meeting people like that, it's going to be an acquaintance, right? Or not meeting people, but talking to people at the bar. Acquaintance. Peer friend is someone who, he says, who you discover common interests, activities, concerns, yada, yada. Learn a little bit more about each other's goals, wishes. I guess this guy, Chris is his name. Shout out to see We playing pool and everything. We fucking rock people in pool last night. It's a peer friend. A close friend is someone you would consider part of your inner circle. And then a best friend, obviously, is a best friend. You know, you, you, you trust them, you listen to them, you don't judge them, anything like that. And um, so I was just kind of thinking about that. And I was like, man, he's, he's a good friend, but I don't, I don't know where that lies with you. You and I, are, um, I hope we're best friends. I, there's still like a side of you that I don't really know what's going on, but that's your own privacy. And obviously, I don't know how, I don't need to know everything that's going on with you because I don't want to hear about you shitting for two hours straight. So, um, and then also I was just thinking like mentors, where do mentors lie well as well? Cause mentors, uh, in the past year for me is, uh, I've learned is are people that you need to, you need to have in your life, whether you're talking to them, um, as a peer friend, or you just don't talk to them for like, you know, half a year to a year. But I feel like mentors are very important to have besides your inner circle. Um, and I've just met mentors along the way that, that I'll consider this to be my, my friend for life. So I don't know where you lie with that. And, and what, I don't know what the question is, but just something that I thought about last night. I think that's a, you know, it's a good question and it's a good realization to actually sit back and think about that because you do, if you go through like one of the like things that I did, like, I guess to more be more relatable to people out there that are listening is like, I went through my Snapchat, like friends. Right. And I, went through and I have everybody knows Snapchat can get kind of overwhelming sometimes maybe but you have a bunch of these people that maybe you went to college with or like this and that and you're never going to have to talk to these people again and you right. you can sit on Snapchat sometimes for two hours going through everybody's story and right. I was like this for me that's not going to happen so I started to you know kind of put them in these categories almost like do I need to see what this dude is doing that I went to college he was like a senior when I was a freshman. Probably not, unless I right. you know, had a good like friendship with him, or if he was like a mentor, or, like maybe a, a Fiji brother or like a fraternity brother or something like that. But it kind of made when you brought this topic up, it kind of made me think about we kind of do this subconsciously just when we meet somebody in the first place. And I almost want to relate it. We do talk about dating, kind of to that point of dating someone too. Does that mean right. like? Do that? Does that girl maybe fit in and move along in the stages in terms of, of just you, a yeah acquaintance, you, peer friend? Right. You first maybe you ask her on the first date. She's just kind of an acquaintance, and then like you maybe move into more of a peer. You learning about her or whatnot. Then she comes a close friend. You hang out multiple times a week, and then you mm. go into maybe the best friend stage, and everybody talks about. Oh, you know, you got put in the friend zone and whatnot. But I also kind of learned something this past week or two is 
see, this is where I don't want to go too much into detail, but I've learned that I almost would rather have a girl that's a best friend first before like sure. dating her, like for sure, for sure. Like being like exclusive, you know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. An actual best friend. I w- and they, it's cliche, but everybody's like, you want to marry your best friend or whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. But it as it's almost for me, I realized that's more of what you want first. Like I want that girl to be my yeah. best friend first. Like, yeah, no, I, I think that's fair. I think that that's fair sense. for, yeah. I mean, if you just go into dating with somebody that's, I don't know, turns into acquaintance, acquaintance. And then like the next time you're like, Hey, let's fucking try it out. Like I've known people that have done that. And I think this shit just don't work, but yeah, I don't know, man. I was just thinking about that and yeah, that's cool. Because I, I will, I'll I say, I don't really, it's like, it's like planting a seed with somebody. You like you plan, you, you put a seed in as an acquaintance and they sprout into, it sprouts into a friendship or it's just, um, where you're just kind of keeping up with someone. I know you're not a big on social and you kind of mentioned it and I'm the same way. And and a lot of people understand that like Instagram, everything that you see on Snapchat and Instagram, they're probably not having the best time. They're just trying to show other people that they are tr- like having a good time, quote unquote. And they might, they probably are having a good time, but uh, it's just such a fake reality world when it comes to social media. And I've done that too, where it's like, oh, I don't really even know this person. I don't follow this person. Uh, I'm just going to unfollow and I also unfollow people who actually get married. So <laughs> that, I don't know. Like if I see somebody getting married, that's out for me. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't, I don't I, that's, that's I, like finish line, you know, like I don't One care. of the funniest stories actually <laughs> now that you bring that up. It was like maybe a couple of times back that we, when I came to Nashville and we were yeah. just sitting on the couch. It was watching basketball, college basketball, football or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> you're scrolling through Instagram and you're like, <laughs> oh, they got married and you legit unfollow them. I thought you were just doing a bit or something. And then like three or four photos another. Yeah. <laughs> There's another like wedding photo. You yeah, what am I on? Like a fucking wedding app or something? Like, why are y'all showing me? Maybe Instagram is doing that to help me out. Like they know that I'm unfollowing people that are like on their knees proposing to somebody else. I'm just unfollowing. Yeah, I don't need to see that. I get it though. Like I totally get it. Just like no disrespect to them. I just at that point, it's like, hey, I'm glad you're happy, but eh, I don't really care. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, all right, cool deal. So uh yeah, you I guess you guys let us know what y'all think about that. I, I want to just say one last thing on that hoop is like when I I'm, I appreciate the people who I say what's up to, you know, at least go out there. Uh, and when you see someone and even if you guys want to go into your phone, man, I did this as a, a little like side activity a couple of years ago. Um, I went into my phone and just found somebody that I haven't talked to in forever. And I just shot him a text and said, Hey, how you doing? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. And on top of that, man, I've had relationships where I've had best friends and now they're not in my life for whatever reason, you know, there was, the reason was, you know, disclosed, like that's just what happens. You, you grow out of in and out of friendships, but uh, yeah, man, I, I appreciate just saying what's up to people and everything like that. People that follow our podcast and like, Hey, you guys are fucking killing it, man. I said, no, we're not, but appreciate it, dude. Uh, so other than that hoop, um, I guess we have one more thing that we want to talk about. Before yeah. we get into some basketball. Going on the weekend topic, I guess. Um, on the weekend topic. Okay. I want to mention this first. Um, and then I actually have two things for you here. Okay, great. So I went out on Friday night 
Uh, all my family was in Denver this weekend to one of my cousin's wedding. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I didn't go just because I needed to stay here and take care of the dogs and, and get some stuff done right. here in Indy. But so I went out on Friday night. It was a weird night. I'm, I asked a couple of my, you know, I guess peer friends that I know here in Indianapolis go out. One of them hit me back up. And so we went out, but it got towards the end of the night. Um, and the end of the night for me is like 11, 30, 12. I'm not going all nighters, none of that anymore. But right. I, I, this girl comes up, she's ordering her drink right next to me. And we start to talk while she's waiting to get her drink. And what, I don't know if it's just me or if this is like, is this weird? But like the the situation of first topics that you start with when you first meet somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know how this starts, like what goes through people's mind. But one of the things I will not bring up, I wouldn't lead with, hey, I got this exotic pet at my, my crib, right. um, you know, whatnot. Right. And it's like. I don't know. Is that weird? Like, so I guess the question is having an exotic animal. Yeah. What's the, what's the cutoff besides like a dog or cat? What other like animals can you have as a girl or maybe a guy as well? But it's like, damn, I'm going to have to judge that a little bit, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like not, not on some like petty stuff, but like I'm judging. I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like, I mean, people have snakes, you know, people have like little bunnies, I've seen people have birds like my college buddies had birds and they all died within like three weeks. I was like, that's not cool, dude. Why the fuck do you guys have birds? Um, I've had people had fish, you know, like, man, I could go into some weird shit, man. Um, but I don't know, man. I just does it reflect. Does it reflect uh, the kind of person that you are? You know, like my old college roommate had a lizard, you know, and the lizard was pretty fucking cool. I mean, the dude was a cool dude, but it could be a flex. It could not be a flex. Like I'm not telling someone that I have a snake, even though I think snakes are kind of cool. I, I That's the only thing I think that kind of caught me off guard. Like we t- sat there and talked for like 10 minutes, maybe. And because every, everyone has a cat and a dog, you know what I'm saying? Like I get what angle you're trying to take, but now actually talking about it, having exotic animals are kind of cool, but that's not the first thing when like the first topic is like, Oh, Hey, what you're doing here? Like, do you like I don't know? Do you come here often? Are you with people? Yeah, I'm here with my friends. Yeah, You're blah, just blah. flexing the animal. And then the next main topic you bring, yeah, next main topic you bring up is like, hey, I got this, you know, cool iguana or snake at the crib. Is right, that right. like what you think about that? And I'm, I just think that's a that is if you're trying to flex that, it's a weird flex to do that. Yeah, it's it definitely. I mean, for like, yeah, like first couple things you say to them it's like nah like hey you come here are you from here what's your name nah i just got like an eight foot snake back at the crib dog <laughs> that just fucking eating dead mice you know what i'm saying i'm like okay yeah Jeez, so, what does that mean you're gonna you're gonna eat the cock off or two or what's going on here so, so i i mean that's one of those things like i i don't, I know, don't judge people i usually don't judge anybody at all but like when you something like that comes up it's like when I actively see myself like, damn, I, I'm judging you for you bringing that up. Is yeah. Shout out to people that have exotic animals. Now, I will say I'm, I'm looking at just a Google search here. Probably the biggest advantage to owning an exotic pet is that many of them are non-allergenic. So 
Reptiles, rodents, birds do not have the same type of fur as a cat or dog, which traps dander. Many people are allergic to pet dander, thus making them allergic to traditional pets. So I'm probably ain't getting one though, dude. I'll tell you that. I ain't get I ain't like, I don't know, man. We got the fucking five animals, three dogs, two cats. I'm I'm good, you know. I am glad though she warned me. Or, you know, you do have Before to warn you just go, maybe go back and hang out or like as a nightcap or something. And they're just I feel, like, I feel that I feel you got a snake you, coming on your foot while you're taking a piss or something. Well, like if if it continued, you know, and you're Imagine talking to somebody that, throughout the night and they're like, hey, just by the way, I got a fucking, you know, eight foot snake at the crib. Just right, heads right. up. I appreciate that, but not right off the rip. That's 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 insane. Well, you got to tell me that before we actually go hang out. Yeah, yeah you got to tell me that before I walk. You can't. Into your you house. can't. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> not not like in the Uber. Like you got to probably the last thing you should probably say before you go hang out with somebody. Yeah, okay, cool. That's that's what's up. That's what's up. Everybody, shout out to all the people that have exotic animals. I think they're legal for the most part. I'm, I'm I'm sure you can you know I'm sure they're some of them are very illegal to have. Well, you can't and just you can't, can't house house an elephant in the backyard, bro. Nah, <laughs> I know, I know, but like you can't, man, you can't own a fox, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm I mean, like, said you can't own like a deer, dog. You know, unless uh, you got a farm. I well, deer are just wild animal. I don't know. I wouldn't want to own a bird though, because I feel like I get shit on all the time. You know, well, maybe it could be good luck. If you uh, have you heard that, if you get shit on by a bird, it's good luck. No, I don't. I'll, I'll take my. my I'll be chance. I'll be eyeing them birds when I'm walking out, dog. I'll be like, rain it on me, dog. Rain it on me. Let me get shit on real quick. I'll wipe it off. Don't worry. No sweat. <laughs> okay, cool. Maybe not. Maybe that's just me. What did we? We had something else too. You had something else. Yeah, I think the other next last topic that I guess around the dating world that uh kind of came up was i get shit on any day bro <laughs> i ain't tripping about it. i don't i'm still on this i'll get shit on any day i'm good with that man you get shit on what are right, you you name me something where you can't own like i got a fox you can't own a deer what you mean you can't like own like you know what i've always wanted to own like a fucking bunny man I'm, I'm straight okay I'm good with like dogs and cats, bro. That's about it. Like everything else, you don't really need. Like you don't need no monkey in your crib, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm straight, bro. You what are, are those I'm things? Straight. What uh? What are those things that change colors, man? And a uh, like it's an iguana. It's not yeah. iguana, is it? It's a lizard, isn't it? A chameleon. Uh, yes. No. I'm you know serious. which one I would love to have, bro. Actually, if we we should do this, we should get a parrot that talks. No, I'm and sure. him do the intro to the podcast, <laughs> man to man. <laughs> that would right, be cool. funny though. That I think I'd be lit, dude. Just having <laughs> once you come here, do have a production setup. We just have a fucking bird just chilling in the corner. Maybe like our ad libs in a fucking song or something. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hey, yo cue that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be funny actually. I'm down okay, with cool. that. We, we I'm gonna. I'm glad we're friends, man. I'm glad we're friends too, man. All right, what's up? <laughs> All right, so last question was, uh, talk about dating. What is, so times are changing, obviously, right? And and not in the sense of like the COVID and stuff, but like we, I, at least for me, we grow up a little bit and things 
you know, change in terms of what's acceptable and not. Right. And things get outdated. But what is like a good first date mm. place to go beside like, you know, like what is a actual good first date nowadays? Maybe not even a first date, maybe a first couple of dates or yeah. just that first one to three dates. Where is a good place that's not just like a bar? This you might know, sound nuts, bro, but I'm seeing on the first day if they like betting. I feel that. That's a that's a, something you... I'm kidding, dude. I'm kidding. I'm totally nah, kidding. Nah, it it, you ain't kidding. Though. I'm totally kidding, bro. I don't even... I don't even... I've talked to people and people have problems. I don't have problems here. I'm only betting on my eighth MLB game today. So, okay. So, first, I think like a Chipotle wouldn't even be bad, dude. But I think a terrible spot to take somebody on a first date would be a movie. You, you can't, you're not getting to know them. You're not getting to talk to them. You try to do that awkward, like, let me hold your hand or let me put a, a hole through a popcorn bag ain't working. So I think a movie, stay away from the movies on the first day. <clears throat> but I don't think a bar is a bad place to take somebody on a first day. I see it all the time where I work at and it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's chill. There's not too much pressure on it. You guys are both vibing on a, you know, outdoor patio setting uh, rather than like, going to like a steakhouse or like a nice sushi place and like having to sit down and like wait for someone to take your order. You know what I'm saying? Then you guys are eating, you guys are trying it. I don't think that's a hot first date, maybe in the next couple of dates. I think a good first date is something very casual. Very casual. I was going to ask because I think, I think you, you nailed it. I don't think movies, I think movies in general, like, I will never take a girl to a movie on a date, like ever. Yeah, I would. I feel like I, I mean, I unless we, unless we like two or three months deep in a relationship, right, right. I'll be like, I right, a good movie just came out. Let's go, let's go pop. I'm gonna one. be honest, man. Man, this is on. T- I actually would love to talk about this. I I hate being in conversations with when people are talking about movies because I'm gonna be honest. I don't know anything about movies, and yeah. I know a lot of people know a lot. You know many, you know, house name actors and actresses and stuff like that. I don't. So I can't, that's what I hate where I can't relate to somebody when we're talking about a movie. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn, I just, I just haven't seen that movie. I'm like, well, nowadays to see, this is where I'm talking about like things kind of changing in terms of movies because everything you can, you pretty much can watch everything from your, your bedroom on streaming devices. You know, the, the art of actually going out to the movies is becoming a lost art in terms of you think movies movie. are gonna die? Like no, not movie. I'm gonna, going. Movie theaters yeah. are gonna die. Yeah, going out to see a movie at a movie there is like, I don't know when the last time I actually did that is. You know. Yeah. And it's not even like I don't mind going to the movie theater. It's cool. Like whatever. I like it. if it's a good movie, I'll definitely go see it. But plus, I got the like recliner chairs now, and then they got some service in there where they bring you some wings or something. It's not bad. Right. But I'm not actively like searching out movies and being like, oh, this one's coming out. Make sure I, you know, let me go take Shorty to the to movies, you know? Right. I mean? Like that's and, not. And, and that case would be myself. Yeah. But come on, bro. Come on, I'm bro. I'm just not thinking. I don't know if that's just a lot of people right now because it's moved away from the into streaming it. But yeah. I remember when I was like in middle school and high school, the movies were a big thing. Like, Oh, let's go to the movies. You know, Green Hills movie theater. Let's go watch. I live movies. there. Yeah, I I brought so many girls on dates there. You know, yeah. Like, let's go see a movie. Good whatever. spot for like high school, college, right. maybe. 
I don't know. It's not bad. Anyways, I don't know. I just, that's what sucks about with me trying to talk to people about movies. I just can't do it. I have no idea. And people think I'm an idiot. I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and leave this conversation. I just can't talk to you. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think. And another thing to kind of wrap this up for me, at least is I think we have to move into like, I don't know of going to a bar. I I like the bar play like a casual place, but I see like some other people going like, Maybe it's not a first date or a first couple of dates, but maybe it's down the road. But like, yeah, doing some exotic stuff, like I don't know, like what going, about hiking? You going I hiking? Was just, I was just about to say going on like a hike, yeah, you know, or like going. I don't even know. Like, I feel. I mean, I've done something hiking. outdoors. I've, I, yeah. What do you think? I'm just not that kind of dude. But I think it's because I haven't done it. Like, I think right. I would love hiking. Like, you're in Nashville. Like going to the like. Uh, Centennial Park as a first day outside, maybe have a little picnic. That would be cool, yeah. But that's also not my personality, you know, too. But, like, I think it'd be cool to start thinking about stuff like that as, like, first Yeah, go try it, man. Delta's in the air right now, bro. (laughs) Go get vaccinated, then. It's just tough. Yeah, I mean, it's right now, with everything else going on, it's kind of tough to get back out there. Everyone's wearing masks again. People are being political again. All right. So, yeah, cool deal. That's that. All right. We're about 35 minutes in. Yeah. That let's was good. About- <laughs> that was good. I'm glad. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Let's uh, let's talk about some basketball. Okay, cool. Shout out again. We're uh, man to man. We're creating conversations between the modern day dating world, couch conversations and a little bit of basketball. This will be our episode. Uh, this will be the part where we will be talking about a little bit of basketball. Again, we're sponsored by Prize Picks. Go ch- check them out in the app store. Uh, when you're downloading the app and signing up for it, use our promo code MAN. That's M-A-N. Um, put in 20 bucks, put in 25 up to $100. They'll match that $100 deposits. Go check it out. Price picks. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's start out with a trivia question first to start out our basketball uh, portion of this episode. I got a good question for you this week. I'm ready um, for the trivia question, man. Right. Basketball related, this dude is throwing up bricks. Who is the NBA leader in missed shots? That's a good one. Dang. All-time leader in missed shots. I'll take my hints. <laughs> Your hint is he played in the league for what, in 10 years, obviously. Oh, my gosh. Of course he did. Of course he did. Mm. That is a good one, man. That is a good But you got to think, too. I, I was thinking about this when I was coming up with it. Uh, obviously, like the league average is like around fifty percent for you know shooting percentage, right? Right, right. So, a uh, more than likely a good shooter is still missing half the shots. That's take. what I'm. That's what I was thinking. You know, I'm obviously thinking of the realms of like Steph Curry, Reggie, Ray Allen, like people who shoot a lot, but they also make a lot. Right. Mm. I'm thinking about a Kobe here, maybe uh, shooting a lot. Mm. I'm even thinking about a Larry Bird right here. I'm even thinking about a Scottie Pippen. And uh, I'm just like low key trying to like, these are my guesses, but not my official guess. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like where you, you, you take in shooters too. Like, you're not yeah. thinking about the big man neither. Like some big man be breaking that bitch real hard. Yeah, and uh, I mean big man. If I'm thinking big man, I'm thinking like Shaq or like Matumbo. Mm. 
Dang, man. This is a good one. This is a good one. I don't know, man. I'm going to go ahead and take a wild guess here and say Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, that was a great guess. I didn't see that one coming at all, but that's not correct. <laughs> Dang. Dirk so, Nowitzki. Whatever. How do you ever say it? Dirk. We'll, uh, we'll post that on social media for you guys and you guys come on follow us on it's a good media. one man he never yeah. asked me he never gives me the question before either so this is very authentic yeah. I'm, I'm like one for 20 dude you've had uh, a couple you've had a couple i'm i know i've had two i think i've had two yeah you've had a couple out here that you're okay we'll throw it on social you guys let us know yeah at man to man podcast on all social media platforms for you guys all right let's talk about the off season and these i guess all right so Obviously, there's been a lot of moves and shakeups around the free agency, you know, trades and stuff. And I think I just want to point out before we get, you know, dive too deep into this. I don't yeah. remember an offseason where the first 24 hours of the offseason and free agency has been so like just, I guess, filled with big, big names moving. Right. And it's almost too exciting because I remember couple years ago even where it lasts a couple of days like three or right. four days five or six days we're waiting on these players to get you know like lebron making his decision that was like day like four or five of like free agency right. and stuff but i felt like this year within the first like two hours of free agency open we had most of the big names knowing where they're gonna go and i i don't know if i'd like that as much i almost like it kind of spread out a little bit. I love it, man. I love it. People are trying to go to their teams, man. Right. It's not like everyone's like, the game is getting so much better as far as like just people teaming up. And it's like guys are trying to get, put themselves in a situation before it's too late to to get on a team and build that team to where they can be contenders. And we've seen that. So I kind of like it in the first 24 hours of it and people aren't waiting. and, And that just means the league's ready to get it going. I I I think I've like I said I don't know if I like it but I'm I could get to like it because it is good to know right away especially you brought up like trying to build a team if you know that you know so and so is going maybe yeah kind of influence you you a little bit as well maybe if you're holding out for you know later in the 24 hours or whatnot I don't know but okay, cool. let's kind of break this down into winners and losers and I want to start. We'll get to the Lakers because I think they are the biggest winner, but the team that is the most surprising winner to me, mm-hmm. at least in the free agency, Chicago Bulls, right? Is that yeah. fair? Love say? it, Hoop. Love it, Hoop. <laughs> is that fair to say that they're the most surprising winners of free agency period in general? Um, yeah. You want to break it down? Do you want to go through? I can just list the players that they got and we can kind of go. Yeah, go there. ahead and list them. Yeah, go ahead. I think the biggest one, DeRozan, uh, very yeah. versatile guy, older in his career, but good. Caruso and Lonzo Ball just kind of shape out in terms of what these guys are doing. Um, yeah. In terms of, I, I had a conversation with somebody um, about this last week. They do have a lot of shooting slash point guards on their team. Right. Um, I know they have Io DeSumo, who also went to Illinois in the draft, but I think this is where we see that the, I guess, the young core group of guys can start to build this team into a contender. I don't think they're competing for championships at all this next year. Right. Um, they're not in that talk, 
But if you if you tell me that you're building around Lonzo Ball, Zach Levine, and you have a, a veteran presence in terms of like a DeRozan, somebody has been there, kind of done that with the Spurs for years. I'm right. I'm sold. Like you you we've we all know that the Bulls have been like shitty in terms of not relevant for years. I feel like in the last like ten years really. And now I think this is a group of people where we can see some big changes in terms of what they're trying to do at least. Does that is that fair? They got Vucevic. I was gonna guy. say Vucevic is also on the lineup right there. Right. Young guy. Um Younger guy, not an old head like DeRozan, but still, I, I don't know. What are, what are your first initial thoughts here with the Bulls? I, I like it. I think with the the two the two additions and Alex Caruso. Shout out to Caruso, uh, just his whole story and finally getting the fucking bag is amazing. Same with Lonzo Ball, obviously top three pick, but both of those guys, yes, they add you know that offensive role and, and that gameplay, but it's big on the defensive end. And uh, and they play around the perimeter too, so they can guard those those one and two players. For DeRozan, I think it's wonky, man. I think he's an operator ISO score and has turned into one of the league's most dangerous pick and roll maestros. So, but he's uh when the ball is not in his hands, you know, he's pretty much a non-factor, and uh, it kind of shakes up the offense in my in my uh, opinion. And I think. DeRozan and Zach Levine might have some figuring out to do as well as the rest of the team. Cause they're just going to bring out a new starting five. Uh, but shout out to the guys that they've, they've acquired because Zach Levine, right. Hasn't won four straight games in his entire career uh, dating all the way back to college ball. It'll be good for Levine. It'll be good for the bulls. Billy Donovan adds that defensive presence into it. But I do think the one thing that's a little wonky there is DeRozan. I, I get had him adding the whole, veteran shit that he's got they should have kept that he's young if you want a veteran in the locker room but i think zach levine and DeRozan will be kind of a, a weird mesh and i think they'll they'll figure out that out and they'll have uh, some struggles at the start of the season right i know that um laurie Markin said he wants to move on start his young career um elsewhere um and i think that's totally fine because i don't see him fitting in with this group of guys that they brought in I think they're kind of trying to move into a new direction. I love that they're, you know, pretty much all chips in and building around um, Zach Levine. I think, and, and can't forget Kobe White and the yeah. uh, the uh, Wendell Carter Jr. Right. I think it's, but it's all centered around like Kobe White fit with Zach Levine. We saw it late last year, um, mm-hmm. but I think that those chips saying and and the GM saying, hey. Let's put them all around and build around somebody like a Zach Levine is something great um, yep. and encouraging. We see him pop off on in the Olympics too. You know, I got to mention that he was for me the most valuable player for them because he was that guy that behind Durant. Hot and, take. Yeah, behind well behind Durant and Booker, he was that guy, that glue guy like a Kamar, Kamar, Carmelo Anthony was right. like with the with our team a couple of years ago. Um, all right, let's talk. I guess let's talk about the Lakers. Yeah, because I think they also are. I guess the most moves is that is that fair to say? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, definitely. Sayonara to KCP, Kuzma, yeah. Trez, and the, I think it was either a three. We still didn't figure that out. Three or four team trade. Uh, this lineup is insane, and I personally love it. A lot of people are talking about age. 
and I don't think age is a number in this situation. It it can be, but I just think like it's the NBA. Like guys are in that in that stage of like they're men, they're professional athletes. So 32 and above, and then you got three guys in Malik Monk, Kendrick Nunn, and Kent Bazemore who are under 32. Like I said, they shouldn't got rid of Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard's back. Trevor Ariza has been on the squad. Wayne Ellington's been on the squad. Both point brings. I think Wayne Ellington was on it. I don't want to fact check that for me, but Trevor Ariza at least. And then I think the starting five is going to be Mello. Are they putting Mello in the starting five with Braun, Westbrook, AD, and Dwight? Yeah, I, I love this. Obviously, we see Russ move. That's like a fucking 2K team. Yeah, Russ got moved draft night, but a lot of people say like, we saw the same conversation. I've, I've seen this conversation come up twice now surrounding Russell Westbrook. And we saw it back when he went over to Houston and trying to mesh with James Hart. Or, THT also forgot him. Sorry. Right. He got resigned back too. but moving James Hart and Russell Westbrook. I don't think that was a bad pairing. They worked and figured it out. They're both two do- ball dominant players. Same mm-hmm. with LeBron James. He's going to kind of, I think LeBron James is going to take a seat back because LeBron James is wanting Russell to be that guy that he was two or three years ago being explosive. This just means LeBron James not going to have to work as hard to get wins in and out and bring like just competitiveness to the team because Russell Westbrook does that day in and day out. Um, right. And night in and night out. So I like it. I think they'll. I think Russell Westbrook is going to be more of the ball dominant player. And when he starts to like overdo it, LeBron's going to talk to him and say, Hey, I got you. Just give it to me. I'll relieve some of that pressure. You don't have to do it every possession, you know? Yeah. Well, we've seen these guys on the Olympic team winning the medals. These guys are close friends on and off the court. And uh, my question to you is who doesn't play? when it comes down to playoffs. So you have obviously the the core group right there. Iggy went over or returning back to the, the Warriors, but Iggy had speculation of there was speculation of him going to the Lakers. Who doesn't play in the situation? Is it Kendrick Nunn? Is it Wayne Ellington? Obviously Jared Dudley, I think is still on the team. Um, but uh, Malik Monk, there's one of those guys is just not going to get PT when it comes to, you know, crucial game time. And I think it might be Kendrick Nunn. He's just a more awkward fit. Um, I love who- I love Kendrick Nunn's game. He'll be a great backup point guard, kind of the plug and play guy when both Russ and LeBron are off of the court. Um, in those you know couple minutes here and there, second, third quarter. So you, you think Kendrick Nunn's gonna play? Yeah, I think he'll definitely play. I think he might be the most valuable. Talking about valuable piece to come in and and make sure to to keep things on the tracks when the big guys aren't in. I think to answer your question, I I think Malik Could Monk be Dwight, bro. I mean, he he's gonna play too. I just I think Malik Monk has a lot of see the younger guys like Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington, Baysmore. They're gonna have to, LeBron is gonna have to be able to trust them. And this first like month of the season, that is their proving ground. They're gonna get run in the first month or two, but when it comes down to the wire in the fourth quarter. LeBron is going to have to turn to his his players on the court and be like, "Do I trust this guy?" And so right. I think it, I think just because they're younger, Malik Monk kind of a, a head case at times. We saw in, um, or he was in Charlotte with the Hornets. Um, 
But yeah, same with Kent Bazemore. Kind of also when he was with the Kings, a little bit suspect here and there with just controlling the game. And um, but I I don't know. I I think it's a lot of proving. There, these younger guys are proving to LeBron if he can trust him. I think LeBron knows he can trust Carmelo. He can trust Dwight Howard. He can trust um, AD, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, and he he trusts Russell. I think they're gonna make it work. <laughs> On the flip side of that, I think the Wizards. Uh, we we just didn't mention the Wizards lineup. I think they got a little bit better too in this. I think it was a win win for both both teams. I mean, when you bring in. A, those younger guys that all played pretty much together last year with the Lakers mm-hmm. and just transferred to a new team. You'll see like a Kyle Kuzma, maybe like step out of his shell and, and try to become a leader on that team. So, right. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's good for the Wizards. I mean, Bradley Beal, we'll see what happens. He's been needing some help around here and uh, shout out to the Wizards. It just looks like a, a team where they, they just trying to win some games, man. And they got it in Beal. What about the Miami Heat? And we talk about uh, we talked about the Bulls, and obviously we want to talk about Lowry uh, being being moved over to the Heat, and obviously Victor Oladipo they announced with the return to the Heat. Uh, PJ Tucker, somebody that I guess that you know they weren't looking to Milwaukee Bucks weren't looking to pay him as much as he would like to, uh, and I think you know Bobby Portis took a paycheck, something like that, and they they just thought that maybe Bobby Portis would play a little bit better than. PJ Tucker, so I don't know if they he took a pay cut also, but I think the Heat are just another team that are just winners in this free agency, and um, that's just where it goes. But I know we talked about the, the the Bulls, and then what's up with this tampering thing? There's a bunch of tampering going on. Yeah, um, answer first part. I like that the Heat got Lowry. Um, I know they were kind of looking for a, a more, I guess, veteran presence in terms of the point guard position, and so I don't know. I think. I think the Heat will be good. They'll just have to figure it out, you know. Um, shout out to Duncan Robinson. Yeah, getting, getting that the bag. Yeah, getting his paycheck. Um, I like that. Again, the Heat made that run and into the finals in the in the bubble. I think they were battling injury and COVID last year, but they also have to prove themselves. And I think they're also kind of doing the same thing of building around their core group of guys and filling in pieces where they see. And I think Lowry is that guy that, you know, in that position that they wanted to fill and they got their guy. So I like that. You but, know, uh, Lowry is the the uh, the godfather of, I think, Jimmy Butler's nephew or son. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. I yeah. Mean, but anyways, yeah, Lowry's age 35, signed and traded to the Heat on a three-year $87 million deal. And that's in, uh, assuming the outgoing package to the Raptors that only includes Goran Dragic and Precious Achua. Yeah, I think the only, only thing is P.J. Tucker, good ad, played Bam at the five. I think they're going to, you know, they filled another power, power forward position that they needed, and, and P.J. Tucker has proven to be that guy that can, you can just plug and play, you know, so – Think of, uh, I mean, we could talk about who guys going to all these different teams, but low key Patty Mills to the to the Nets is that's that might be a steal free agency. Yeah, I saw that. About that. Come, I saw that come through, and you know, Dinwiddie obviously was in that uh, three or four team trade um, with the Wizards, so Dinwiddie is off to the Wizards and to fill it with. Patty Mills. I mean, that guy's a walking bucket, dude. He plays hard yeah. every night. 
I know Pop loves him, and so it's just it's great for him too because I think this is where we'll see he was on a team that wasn't relevant, and now he being a, a torchbearer at the Olympics, being the the head guy for Australia, everybody loves him, and he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. And to go to a relevant team and get the nightly exposure, everybody, if you don't already love this guy and know who he is, you're going to get to see him a lot more. And he's just going to, you know, be a big part of the Nets organization. Thanks. So. Right. A co- couple other shout outs just with the point guards. Mike Conley resigned with the Jazz three years, 72-5. Chris Paul got the bag. Uh, it's 36. Resigned with the Phoenix Suns of four years, 120 million so yeah. Steph Curry got a fucking bag um so Chris Paul there's a lot of talk about you know he's gonna be 40 once his contract's up and he's gonna come out as a Charles Barkley and not have a ring by the end of his career yeah last shout out before we get out of here I want to shout out to the Knicks too um I think they are a team that got better D Rose Evan Fournier um getting their guys extended I think Kimba Walker is going to slide in there too and, and be a big help with them. But mm-hmm. is it SGA? SGA is also on the next? No, no, no. no. He's back. He's with the Thunder. So, okay. um, but yeah, I, I, I think that's about it for me. I know we kind of sped through the basketball section, but yeah, Ubre to the Hornets. Yeah. Shout out Leangelo Ball trying to get on a roster spot, man. Shout out to uh, Mac McClung. Hope he gets a spot. I know Pacers. Uh, signed a two-way to Washington. The guy from Ohio State is pretty fucking sick. And uh, who were our draft picks? Who were they? Um, it was Duarte, whoever the hell that guy is. So it's weird picks all around, man. Really wanted Donovan Mitchell. He's a stud in the summer league. There's a center for the Heat that's balling out in the summer league. So that's kind of where we're at as far as just basketball talk. Shout out to Team USA, both men's and women's for winning gold. And, uh, yeah, the Olympics are pretty much over right now. So, yeah. That'll be a recap, man. That is us. Follow us on all socials at Man to Man Podcast. We'll throw that trivia question on there again. Go check out Prize Picks. Go download it in the App Store and uh, use our promo code Man when signing up. You don't need any credit card information or anything like that. Just basic information. Use our promo code. Put in hundred bucks, it'll match you. You got two hundred bucks to play with. Um, other than that, Liam, I don't know if you have anything else. No, I think so. I'm a Namaste. These guys are out of here. If that's all right with you. Yeah. Well, Namaste. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get out of here, though. See ya. Only in the night.